0: who decided to show. Sorry I'm late. A wizard
1: is never late. You're a slacker.
2: You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late.
1: I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If
2: you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later. With Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak.
1: Sometimes call my mic sock, mitt. It's like, mic. <laughs>
2: it's like a Mike mitt, it's a Mike sock.
1: I want to grab my mitt. And you know I'm what like, it no, almost
2: mic looks like a Mike booty. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Like a little, little booty on your on your mic foot. Like, hello. Uh Hello. This is the Early Show Later Podcast. I'm Karis. Hey, what's up? I'm Jeremy. This episode one hundred forty two is called Coral Pink and Baby Blue. I think for the
1: most part we're gonna keep it a little bit tight. Uh 90s bathroom redux held over. We had so much fun yesterday chatting about it. I think we had more fun talking about it today.
2: Yeah, we did some deep diving into all of the 90s bathroom vibes, things that I'd forgotten. Uh, But there's, you know, there's still people who either have a 90s styled bathroom or, you know, have relatives who have one. And so. There, there are things that I forgot, but people are still living in their everyday lives. They're like, I go to a bathroom like that, and these are the things in it.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. It's
2: a good throwback. Uh, we're also talking today on the podcast about Keanu Reeves being canceled by China.
1: About time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> China is late to the party and only recently realized within the last few days that Keanu Reeves supports Tibet.
1: I know. I was like, Cool.
2: You know, I'm pretty. They were su- two
1: days today, years old when they found out Keanu Reeves. I, I thought that was a '90s thing.
2: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that Keanu Reeves has been. You know, there's a reason recent-
1: vocal proponent for Tibet. Like, I feel like for a long time, like for uh,
2: probably since the '90s. Yeah, like I'm decades. Yes. So, you know, congratulations, China, on finally figuring that out. Yeah, finally, um, we're like
1: IMDb, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Oh shit, uh, problematic for our nation state. Okay, uh, sure, bud.
2: And then we're also talking. Oscars and the new Sandra Bullock film coming out with the Danimal on hit or miss.
1: You guys think probably all we do is we have an alert on our on our news websites like Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. We don't. This just happens.
2: Yeah. And we just happen to be fans of both Keanu Reeves and yeah. maybe Sandra we just
1: have a radar for it. Like well, other maybe. actors are talked about. Just skip those articles. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. What? <laughs> Sandra Bullock. What?
2: Stop the presses. Tell me more.
1: Tell me more. So. Uh, so have both of them showing back up in the show for, I think both of them. Making uh, their 97th appearance on our program. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Probably, yes. Uh, I need to go rewatch The Lake House. That's just a fact.
1: Yeah, that might be it's yeah, been
2: It's been a long time. I need to find that. You know and watch
1: it. I did so much that when we rewatch it, we're going to be like, <laughs> oh. I didn't get through the whole thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but let's. You know how that is, right? Where oh, just, yeah. You oh, hype, totally. You hype,
1: you hype, and then you do it, and you're like, eh, no, oh, it's not I living up to
2: it. Yeah, there were, so
1: the memory's better. Than
2: that. Mm, so we'll see. Maybe I'll let the memory just be as it is in my mind, or maybe I will go and search out the lake house and watch it front to back.
1: Yeah, and then maybe Monday you're gonna be like, um, "Actually, Jeremy, check out my tattoo. It's ours at a lake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a mailbox." <laughs> and I'm getting Keanu's face on one butt cheek and Sandra's on the other. I can't wait to mash them together. It's gonna look so good. <laughs> okay, Woo! without further Happy ado, <laughs> let's uh, kick off this podcast with Debate Club and 90s Bathroom Decor. Weird. Weird.
1: Weird. Uh, all right, that's the Shins doing a track called Simple Song. You guys are listening to 1027 the Peak. Good morning. It's the early show with Karis and Jeremy. Uh, Debate club today, Karis, we wanted to kind of do a a crossover from yesterday. We just got riffing. (laughs) We got riffing on you in a fever dream, hypothetically, remodeling one of your bathrooms all 90s. All 90s bathroom.
2: Because I've had this thought for a while that it would be fun to have one of those 1990s seashell sinks. Do you remember those? Oh, 100%. I mean, I never, I never lived in a house that had one. But you went to a friend or a went, house party that had one. Yes, and I, and I was like, oh my god, the 90s seashell design. Yes, and it would be kind of like a coral color. Oh
1: my god. You yes. know, or, or maybe like a light blue, like almost like a sky blue.
2: Potentially, maybe something like that, like in the light pastel range of not pink white. or blue, not white it no. would,
1: yeah, but but perhaps a creamy weird beige that always looks dirty like yes. you can't clean it enough
2: that's it. that the- color <laughs> yeah and in the shape of a seashell so they're all those big grooves, grooves going down yeah. to the bottom and you're like
1: oh that looks so good I, that's filled with bacteria <laughs> how do you clean that
2: so if i were to remodel my bathroom in a Very 90s The whole bathroom now. That got us
1: going. Like, Let's just have one bathroom in your house. Because you guys, you and your husband, Danny, are slowly fixing up this 1900s East Van Homestead. Um, One of the bathrooms, all 90s.
2: Yes. And so I think the sink, I think the sink for me would probably be the anchoring piece. It would be the, the start of the inspiration for the entire room.
1: Yeah, like the big Lebowski, what's tying the room together with the rug? For you, the seashell sink is where you start with your 90s bathroom and go from there.
2: Now, thinking about other pieces, though, that could anchor a 90s bathroom, uh, we were chatting about this, and Angie said, what about a Patrick Nagel print?
1: And it's one of those things you might have to Google if it is safe to do. You're not driving. Maybe you get to work, whatever. When you see it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's the 90s.
2: Yes, and it, it's a like a essentially kind of like a drawing of a woman and she's you know looking pretty fancy and that's in a very 90s way and then and that would be on the wall it would be quite big as yeah. big as would fit in my tiny bathroom <laughs> and maybe
1: that actually would be more of a statement piece because i walk into your bathroom you know i'm a house party with you and danny and it's like where's oh, the bathroom down the hall to the left Kick open the door to a 90s bathroom. Boom, I'm confronted by the print.
2: The sink I don't see right away. That's right. So right. maybe it would be the print. Or what about the body shop soaps?
1: Oh, right in a dish. They're probably seashells and like humpback whales.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, they're, and they have that smell. They have
1: that smell. And they were not tested on animals.
2: No, they definitely they were not. They were
1: never tested on animals. Nope. And then those little bath ball Beads,
2: yeah, and then that you rip off the top, right? You like twist off the top. Yeah, and I can't. Did you just throw the whole thing in, or did you squeeze them? You squeeze them. In? I can't remember how how you that worked.
1: Oh God, I don't even remember. I don't think anyone ever actually used them. I thought you just had a little kind of like, almost like a little pyramid of beads, kind of like
2: as a decoration. As a
1: decoration, and they gave once again your bathroom that smell. <laughs>
2: That's that smell, just big. in case
1: you're just like, you know what, I want the smell of the mall in my home
2: because <laughs> it's making me feel 1990s. And that vibes. one
1: came from we got that one yesterday from um, uh, Mims. Yeah, Mims that's, that right.
2: that's right. And I don't think if we're talking about, you know, what are our options here for anchoring a 90s style bathroom, the bidet.
1: Yeah, you know what, that was one I never experienced, but you gotta understand I grew up in in a very rural community of Coquilla <laughs> in the nineties. So uh, you know, no one there was that fancy. A it was, friend- was two ply toilet paper or whatever was stolen from, you know, the dad's office.
2: I think it was the late would have been the late eighties, I think. And my friend down the street. Yeah. Uh her parents renovated a bathroom in their house and put in a bidet
1: which was the height of late 80s oh it was the
2: height it was like Did 1988 no i never used it like it was
1: that scary for you as like a 10 year old
2: well it was i don't i don't know that i was allowed to use it, you know i mean yeah, like we were just
1: i remember what it we- was
2: like it might have even been the parents bathroom or something i can't even remember i'm ba- not sure back then but we got a tour of the bathroom, and I was like, what's that? She said, it's a bidet. It day. there's
1: a water show like the Bellagio fountains. <laughs> but you got to understand, back in those days, people had rooms in their house that you weren't allowed to go in.
2: Yes. Like that's,
1: we didn't know how good we had it when it came to real, real estate and square footage. That people owned houses in this city that had rooms you weren't allowed to go in. This is a decorative room.
2: Yeah, you can't go in here. This one is just for adults that weren't going to mess it up. Who also
1: don't go in that room.
2: Yeah, it's very strange. Very strange. I mean, right now in my tiny bathroom in my, you know, early 1900s cottage of a house, there's definitely no room for a bidet. It's either you have a bathtub or you have a bidet. I'm going to choose the bathtub.
1: So like right now, the theme of your bathroom is a 1800s homestead. You have a clawfoot tub where you heat up the water in a bucket. Yep. And that's... Once a week when you bathe your children, that's yes. the way. And then you have what, like a hole in the floor, like an outhouse.
2: Yes, so exactly. Yeah, you know,
1: I can understand why you'd want to upgrade to the height of technology 90s bathroom. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know we're gonna just just gonna bring <laughs> it right to the night. Not now. We're gonna just gonna go to the 1990s. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, that's good. Okay, so here we go. We're gonna put up the poll if you want to vote on it. The most important anchor piece for a 90s bathroom remodel. Uh, your choices are seashell sink,
2: body shop soaps. Patrick Nagel print and bidet. It's on Seven. The Peak. We're talking about remodeling a bathroom 90s style.
1: Yeah, went on his 90s theme.
2: Yeah, what, what what do we need to really bring out the 90s theme? Uh, going to the phones. Hello, The Peak.
0: Hi, you literally described my in-laws bathroom as a bidet, but what you missed was the beautiful baby blue or pink colors of the sink in the bathroom
2: yeah that's what we were thinking we thought the sink could be either like a coral pink or a very a baby light blue. powder it, baby
1: blue it's like those two colors right every time yes. exactly the only other one is the off-white that never looks clean <laughs> that's right that's right something that hides the stains a little bit more effectively but then also yeah. looks constantly stained
2: yeah exactly what's your name eric Eric, thank you so much for the call. It's
1: almost like I probably did a house party at Eric's in-law's place.
2: Yeah, probably.
1: (laughs) you were the guy throwing up into the bidet. I remember that. (laughs) Throwing up into the bidet. Drinking drinking Mike's Hard Lemonades and Okanagan uh, coolers.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's so disgusting. Did you ever use the bidet in your in-law's house, but like the proper way?
1: No, I was always scared to. It felt like a violation.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Fair fair okay yeah. thank you eric have a great day you too bye. Okay.
0: bye
2: hi the peak
1: hey i got an idea for a 90s bathroom thing all right yeah Mortal 90s remodel what's the anchor piece that caris needs to tie the room together it's those little bowls filled with potpourri potpourri oh, yes <laughs> Oh, yes. The best is it hasn't been changed also in like six months. So, so vague. Yeah, it's got like, like, like a layer of cake on dust.
2: Yes, <laughs> that's the part of the potpourri that I always found the most hilarious. Is because how do you dust potpourri? Because if you put the <laughs> vacuum on it, it, if you put the vacuum on it, it sucks it all up. It means you have to like constantly be changing the potpourri, and who does that? Yeah,
1: it's just a ways. Yeah. What is your name? Nick. Nick, you clearly visited my house in the 90s. I see. I see.
2: (laughs) Call or text. I'm not looking back. I'm not looking back. Oh, we did it that time. That's the Darcy's running for the hills. Because it was
1: your turn to back sell and not mine. I screw it up every time. Where are the Darcy's playing? Pretty soon. Uh, A couple days from now.
2: that's, That's right. The Darcy's are playing March 29th at the Biltmore. Built more cabaret Do
1: I is that a school night? do I rally?
2: Uh that would be a Tuesday, right?
1: Oh, I was a school nerd.
2: Yeah, I like that the Darcy. Is.
1: So, mm-hmm. all right, yeah.
2: mm-hmm. game day decision. Yes. Okay. Good call. All right. So this morning we are talking debate club. What is the? What are the piece? What is the piece to anchor a nineties style bathroom? If we were to remodel a bathroom in a nineties style, what do you need? What's that specific piece that you need? And uh, on the text line, we've got Curtis says. A yellow sink.
1: Oh, right. Because we were saying, you know, coral pink or a powder blue. Yeah. Yellow. Curtis clearly partied at a yuppies condo in Yaletown. Kind of before it's fully gentrified like it is now. There's still a few warehouses down there. You can find love affairs still. But, uh, you know, there was those cool condos. Curtis there huh? yeah the, the cool
2: kids in the 90s yeah, had yellow real funky yeah and and then also I like this one from Chris matching carpet toilet seat and tank covers
1: okay fair enough and now we got uh, Tina hanging out here at 281027 right
0: so I'm gonna go with accessories and it's gonna be the matching uh, probably from the Sears catalog the so matching color uh, like toilet seat covers like the fuzzy toilet seat cover
1: the bath rug, and then that disgusting rug that went around your toilet. Like oh, my God. <laughs> the throw
2: rug that goes right, nestles right up to the base of the toilet. You're,
1: you know what? Yeah. You are triggering me right now, and I'm going to have nightmares tonight.
0: <laughs> that, the base
2: toilet seat thing especially is the worst like, even the cover one it's bad like how often do you need to wash the little throw sheet if there are penis having people in the house yeah you gotta wash that way more often uh so tina gross, yeah. tina thank you so much for that <laughs> yeah you're welcome enjoy bye have a good one Bye.
1: Peak traffic. Oh man, get so many great text messages right now. I mean, the phone calls have been hilarious, but get lots of great uh, text messages. 280 um, 1027. We're talking about 90s bathrooms. 90s bathrooms. And uh, how about this one from Kelly? The trades guys and uh, trades workers are getting at us. Kelly says 90s bathrooms were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think about it. Brass, dark greens and rose-colored countertops. Oh
2: yeah, baby. W- working
1: in the flood restoration business, you deal with a lot of this stuff. It's so ugly.
2: Yeah, I I bet as a as a contractor, for sure. I love this one. Uh, Julia from Nanaimo texted Oh my God, I worked at the body shop for a few years back in the late 80s, early 90s, and you guys are bringing it all back. The memories, bath beads, towers of glycerin soap, I still know the price lookup code for a 60 mil passion fruit face wash.
1: Do you think Julia still (laughs) smells like body wash, like body shop? Like if she walked by you, it's just like it's in her hair.
2: Well, I don't know if Julia still smells, but Julia says I could probably pick someone wearing Dewberry body lotion out of a crowd. Those and the body shop flavors. Oh, man. <laughs> like just hearing Dewberry body lotion. I can picture the bottle. Thank no, you, I... Julia. That is a memory. <laughs> philia And our, it's our favorite thing to think about when we're in nature experiencing the wondrous feeling of being in nature is bioophilia. philia. Good morning, you're listening that to... Angie you? that
1: put that in our head? She I really think does that so.
2: You're listening to the early show with Karis and Jeremy on 1027 The Peak. And biophilia means our connection to nature.
1: Yeah, we'll get after it this weekend.
2: Yeah, that's right. Okay,
1: so I guess China was today's years old when they found out Keanu Reeves supports Tibet.
2: Yeah, I don't know how it took them this long to realize that Keanu Reeves supports Tibet.
1: But that's Ingerd, uh, the censors in China, and what, they've scrubbed all of, all of his movies? Yeah, all of them. Despite the fact that the collateral damage could also damage Treasure Sandra Bullock?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um Ridiculous. They've taken down from all of their streaming services, all of Keanu Reeves' films. I, I think other than maybe one, he, he have a he, a voice character in toy story three or something like that oh i God. think maybe that one's still up but well, that
1: one survives All yes
2: right. but everything else including speed what and the good one ex- and the lake house no yes that Jeremy. movie's a treasure i know why right? would you
1: deprive a billion plus people of that
2: i the um the chemistry between keanu reeves and sandra bullock and the just here's just undeniable little, uh, yeah so you're gonna you're gonna find us a place on the lake huh I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I can. You're a real estate agent?
1: <laughs> no. I, I just, uh, have a lake house.
2: Oh. Is it nice?
1: Yeah, you love it. You're gonna rent it after I move
2: out. Oh, time travel and romance in the lake house. I need to watch that film again. We've been talking a lot about it on the program, but it's it's been a few years since I've enjoyed the magic of the lake house.
1: It was on the other day, just like, and I picked it up partway through. I don't, I couldn't tell you what it's about. Like I was so, So, (laughs) I love it, I love it, but I also, I'm like, I don't know what's going on.
2: Uh, You know what, maybe that's why the the Chinese censors took it off. They just don't understand it, and they're embarrassed. They're like, you know what, I just don't get it, so let's just get rid of it.
1: It's The Early Show's hit or Miss.
0: Rested up after Billie Eilish last night, so I'm ready to rock.
2: Whoa, and where do you give Billie Eilish out of five stars?
0: Four?
1: Okay. Okay. It was a a, a really good show. It was really good. That's good. Okay, I'll take
2: four. that's solid.
1: The Danimal, uh, we got the Oscars this weekend. You also have a little bit of a review for us here on Hit or Miss, right? Yeah. So this weekend, opening
0: in theaters is The Lost City starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Uh, It gets pretty close to being a hit, but it just misses. So what is that, a near miss, a near hit?
2: Uh, (laughs) Maybe, Maybe both. It goes right down the middle between hit and miss.
0: That's just it. It's, you could call it 50% the movie because it's squarely in the middle of nah. So she's like a romance writer, and he's like her hunky cover model. They get lost in the jungle, and they go searching for treasure and maybe love. So the first half's really good, but you know what, folks? You can just wait till Netflix for this one, if I'm being honest. Star power, sure, that's great. They look great on the big screen, but in terms of story and adventure, and nothing you can't wait for. But I can't wait for Sunday because it is the Oscars. Are you ready to make some bets? Yes,
2: Yes. we're ready.
0: (laughs) Ready to get rich. I know I am. (laughs) Yeah, Um, this is
2: definitely how I'm going to pay for my next month's meals. (laughs) For sure. So
0: if (laughs) you want the shirt things, my friends, I would tell you right now, Best Actor is going to go to Will Smith for King Richard. Best Supporting Actor, Troy Kotzer, the deaf dad from CODA. And Supporting Actress, Ariana DeBose from West Side Story. And Director, Jean Campion, of course. Here's where things get a little tricky, everybody. Fair warning, Best Actress could literally go to anyone. Uh, everybody's putting the money on Jessica Chastain for uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which I really liked. She was really good in it. But if you're a high-risk, high-reward person, maybe Penelope Cruz might be the name we get. Could-
2: Wow. Really, And,
0: on, and on what What was Penelope Cruz in? Uh, she was in a film called Parallel Mothers. Uh, the Academy loves Pedro Almodovar. And uh, it's been playing very well in Los Angeles, I've heard anecdotally. So if she snuck in there, it wouldn't surprise me. The other thing that we maybe, maybe, see, I think about a little bit before you put bet the house on anything is best picture. Because it's a real crapshoot. Probably right now, if last minute bet you got to throw money down go with CODA the Children of Deaf Adults. Power of the Dog could win. Belfast could upset. And there's also a scenario where, uh, you know, all the artists really love Nightmare Alley and they vote for it. Okay. So I think one of those four is going to be your winner. If it were me, I'm going to put Coda and hope that my wife picks something like Don't Look Up so I win that category. <laughs> awesome,
1: Dan.
2: Thank you, Dan. Have a great day. Good weekend. luck, everybody.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Good luck. Split whatever you win with me. Even 10%, I need anything. The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy.
1: The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. That's us.
2: That's it. That's a wrap on the podcast. Episode 142, Coral Pink and Baby Blue.
1: All right. who's Who are your Oscar favorites? Tweet at us and let us know. It's your way to win the chips. Uh, you can tweet at Karis Hogg, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G. I'm Jeremy underscore Baker. Who do you got for the Oscars? Uh, I watched one of the movies, and it was the one Karis told me to watch, and it was really good The Power of the Dog. So I hope it wins all of them.
2: Yeah, and Jane Champion, director of that film. uh, Is is she. Pardon? Campion. It's Campion, not Champion?
1: Not Champion. Jane. Jane. Oh, God. Oh, now we got to Now
2: I've got to Google it.
1: Jane from New Zealand. (laughs) Uh, directed uh, yeah the power of the dog and then of course, oh my god oh yeah
2: champion why Campion. do I say champion because she is a want champion it, you
1: wanted to be champion you, know, I, you t- because, because to
2: me she is a champion so yeah. that's why I call her oh. Jane Champion she's
1: so good <laughs> Uh, Yeah, you know, it's got Kirsten Dunst in that movie. It's got Landry from Friday Night Lights. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. F- smogs in it. It's nuts.
2: It's a great one. Another one, which I don't think is actually nominated for Oscars, but we were talking about it because we got a text from right? a peak listener saying that they finally watched it too. The Lost Daughter, which is directed by... Maggie Gyllenhaal, her directorial debut, The Lost Daughter, that was released a few months ago on Netflix.
1: Oh, yeah. And so uh, Olivia Colman and the woman who plays the younger version both nominated.
2: Yes. And they have incredible performances in the film. I recommend The Lost Daughter.
1: Yeah. It was really cool when we got that text, too, because we weren't. And, you know, we're always talking piano. You can always tweet at us about Keanu. It's within context. But we talked about The Lost Daughter like a month ago. Maybe more. Maybe I think
2: it was more than that.
1: And uh, and um, Mike remembered and just texted in just to be like, hey, Karis, I watched the movie. You're right. It was awesome. Like, awesome. That's yeah. A- Right on, Mike.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'm. I'm not sure if either of them. Will, we'll see. We'll. We'll find out. I usually. I don't actually watch the Oscars. I just do the highlights afterwards. That's yeah, I'm my the thing. same
1: way. I'm like, did someone say something crazy? Yep. Um, did something bonkers happen? And who won? <laughs> yeah. Then I'm good. Sometimes I watch. My wife loves award shows. She watches them quite a bit. So, you, usually, in in historically before I did a morning show and be in bed. I would be up while she yes. was watching it, and I would come, and she'd be like, "Oh, come see this." Yeah,
2: it's like, "Oh, great, good." So you then know. I
1: would watch. So least. you could
2: see the highlight in real time. <laughs> hey, sorry, because yeah. your wife I'm watching was... the
1: highlights as a real <laughs> exactly
2: because she, she was she. But is she'd a call me as a M- and
1: even rewind it, right? Be like, "Oh, you gotta come see this." Rewind it, and she'd, she'd but Anyway, modern television, wacky.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember the olden times when you literally had to just be watching it as it happened, or else you would or maybe was gone not forever. See it. Yeah, or, or you'd have to wait for maybe the news. They might have some replays on the news the <laughs> next day or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's So quite. old and timey. I couldn't even imagine going back to a world where it's like, hey, did you watch uh, the episode of the big TV show? And you're like, nope. It's like, I guess you will not see it.
2: Yep. Oh, well, I guess you missed It will missed be in
1: re- reruns in four years.
2: Yeah. Then maybe you will get a chance to see it. Yeah, That's like, it. Cool. Moving on. <laughs>
1: maybe that was better. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys, that'll do it for a podcast today. It is the weekend. Karis and I do need to get after it. Karis has got a party tonight, maybe some baseball this yeah. weekend.
2: Yeah, my kids' baseball is gearing up, and so we're we're out there at practices. is kind of
1: fun, eh? Yeah, it is. It feels good. It makes it feel like spring's happening. Yes. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. We'll do this again on Monday. Bye. And see ya. Nothing can kill the Grimace. All right, we're done here.